Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is the Bill Press Show. It is the Bill Press Show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. You can listen to the show in podcast form, which is what we are doing right now. It's my name is Peter Ogburn. I'm sitting down talking about things that we don't always have time to talk about during the show, but still very, very important matters. I'm talking about barbecue. It's a matter very near and dear to my heart, and uh, one of the people that I want to uh, talk about with this, or talk to about this, is uh, Steve Roberts. He's the owner of Texas Jack's Barbecue, a couple different locations around the country, but you have one right here in the Washington, D.C. area. Good to see you, Steve. How you doing? Thanks. Good to be here, Peter. Good I appreciate I appreciate you coming in and 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 talking to us. So it's summer season. Uh, everybody's grilling. This is a conversation I have with people all the time. The difference between barbecuing and grilling. Is there a difference in your eyes? So barbecue is a big umbrella that covers everything: smoking, mm-hmm. grilling. Throwing a piece of wood against the fire, it's all barbecue. Right? It's all barbecue. It's all barbecue. Okay. It's all under the big umbrella of barbecue. And then we just differentiate. Are we grilling? Are we smoking? What are we doing with it? So uh, at Texas Jack's, uh, anybody that knows anything about barbecue knows that like regional styles, there are people that are willing to <laughs> fight over it. <laughs> like I know plenty of people. I grew up in South Carolina. There's a very specific. There are a couple of different specific styles in South Carolina, but there's a very specific. There's the mustard-based hog barbecue, whole hog barbecue. Which is you've, terrific. You've got the vinegar base in North Carolina. You've got brisket in Texas. And you've got hot guts. You've got uh, mutton in Kentucky. You've got Kansas City, which is sort of like a amalgamation of all the different styles. Memphis has ribs. Uh, what's your favorite kind of barbecue to eat? I like Central Texas style because uh, it's kind of pure form. Uh, it's meat with just salt and pepper. Okay. That's what I want to ask you. Like, it, it, getting back to our question about sort of like grilling versus barbecuing, right? Like, I think that having lived in Texas, I knew a guy that smoked brisket. And I watched him have an absolute fit one time because... Somebody put sauce on his brisket. <laughs> and that's just something you don't do with Texas barbecue. For many years, there was no sauce to put on anything <laughs> right. in Central Texas, right? They, they, they just didn't have it available. And then later, probably in the last 15 years, people started developing some sauces for people that really felt they needed it. Yeah. But uh, I would say, for the most part, people that are eating Central Texas-style barbecue are not putting any sauce on their meats. They're just eating it as it is. As it is. As it is, straight. And that it's it's impossible to hide behind bad product in that situation, right? Like exactly. it's it, I mean you you you're dealing with four ingredients. Yeah. Meat, 
salt, pepper, smoke. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's, you just have to figure out how to make that work. That's a good point. So you have to use good ingredients if you're going to produce excellent barbecue Central Texas style. On the smoke point, uh, because I'm one of those people that thinks that it, it and I know that barbecue is a wide-ranging definition for a lot of different people, a lot of different cultures. But for me, I think that one central element when you talk about barbecue is smoke. I think that smoke is is it's got to be there. It's one gotta, of the defining factors. It's, it's got and it's it's uh, it's taste too. You know what what do you like? What kind of smoke do you like on your meat? Central Texas. It's uh, uh, post oak. Uh, here, you know, we have similar wood, white oak, red oak, you know, give a similar flavor profile. And that's all we use. It's a mild smoke because when you're cooking a brisket, you're smoking a brisket for 12, 14, 15 hours, you can't put a heavy smoke on there because it's going to get pungent, you know, so you can't use a, a hickory uh, on there. It's just going to overwhelm it. So that light smoke on there is all you need. That's so it's hard to sort of say this without like um, tasting it or like put it like if you haven't eaten a lot of different barbecues, but like there are some that are just very, very smoky, almost like, you know, jerky, you know, like that sort of type of thing. You get ribs, you know, a lot of people will, you know, go heavy on the smoke for ribs just to give it that pow flavor of smokiness. Uh, and, you know, you can use apple wood, you could use cherry, you can use a lot of different combinations. You can use, you know, uh, crazy things like uh, uh, olive tree wow. uh, smoke that gives a unique flavor. But it's all a matter of taste at that point, right? But generally speaking, you want to put a light uh, flavor smoke on there because you don't want that to overwhelm your meat either. You want it to balance out. But a mouthful of smoke. You don't want that. You know, if you've had it, you don't want it again, right? So right. You, it, it's a matter of taste, too. But for Central Texas style, you know, oak is the way to go post-oak is what they've been using forever. Uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, we talked to Rodney Scott, who runs Rodney Scott's Barbecue in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. He just won a James Beard Award. Awesome. Barbecue Pitmaster won a James Beard Award. And I think that it's uh, an interesting time because these barbecue pitmasters, as you know, it's a lot of damn work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And to to remain consistent, it takes you know, a lot of effort and a lot of discipline, and you just got to do things right. And it's it's funny because you know the James Beard Award. I think a lot of people look at as like the pinnacle of of what you can achieve with with. Uh, a, a restaurant um, but you know I, I think that to me what it really comes down to is are you putting in the work at your restaurant are you cutting corners are you doing X Y or Z from scratch right and if you don't do those things with barbecue you know people know immediately it shows you know immediately it shows you every step of the way you have to make you know choices and good choices uh, to have you know a great outcome, and you got to be careful about all those your meat selection, how you're cutting, how you're trimming, how you're seasoning, uh, how you're smoking it, you know when you're pulling it, everything, every step is in that final product. 
uh, and uh, you will know whether you messed up on one of the yeah. steps at the end. Yeah, exactly. You won't know until the end. <laughs> Fifteen hours later, <laughs> ah! it's too late. But that's it's so true. Where you know, if you're making a meal right now in a pan, you know, on a stovetop. You can correct things on the fly, right? Yeah. You can't do that. You're locked with into barbecue. it. You're Once you start, in. you're, you're in. Done. You're in it. You're done. That's. Um, I mean, I think that a lot of people are drawn to the food world because it's an immediate thing, right? You have to immediately give somebody some sort of gratification, right? Uh, similar to like, I mean, I know artwork is different, right? But like, you present this thing, and people have an immediate reaction. You either love it. Or you hate it. And sometimes it sticks with you, and sometimes you think about it for days or weeks or months or years afterwards. But, like, if you go down the path of making barbecue and you screw up, you're toast. You're done. You can't whip up another batch. You have no food available. Right. You can't whip up another batch. You're done until tomorrow at the earliest. Exactly. Um, It's Father's Day weekend. Big day. It's, big I'm sure it's a big day, day for you big, guys. Big yeah, I mean, it's a big, big day for barbecue. Uh, what I mean, what are you expecting? How is that it's sort of a crazy day? We all everything uh, in the restaurant is just packed out. We we're just jam packed with meats. We got meats coming out of our ears. It's uh, we've been seasoning all week long till Father's Day. Uh, it's the second biggest day of the year uh, next to Fourth of July. Oh sure, yeah, okay. Barbecue. So it's uh, it's gonna. I was be, gonna say Valentine's Day. It's gonna <laughs> take your loved one out for a giant a platter day. of meat. It's a big day, but it's you know Mother's Day is a big day too. But sure, you know, I'd say they, you know those are the three, and uh, we're expecting you know just a huge crowd and people love it and you know people order out and you know it's gonna be a fun day and we're. We always try to anticipate what people are going to do, but you never can just get yeah. it quite right. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're trying. Barbecue sides, for anybody that's ta- that's either thinking about doing a barbecue at home or eating out or whatever, like typical tried and true sides I mean, that you serve classics, with barbecue. You know, coleslaw, yep. potato salad, uh, corn, corn on a cob, excellent. Uh, beans is a little bit more difficult, but, you know, those three... Uh, and then mac and cheese, yeah. you know, classic recipe for mac and cheese is Fanny Farmer's uh, mac and cheese recipe that you could find online. Oh, wow. Try that out. It's oh, wow. Excellent. excellent. There's a common thread in all the things that you just mentioned between the barbecue and the sides. They all travel really, really well. <laughs> because I think barbecue does taste better when you're outside. It do, it, uh, hey, when you're having fun, barbecue even adds that extra layer of fun to everything you do. And, uh, you know, it's a classic way to have fun with a, a crowd, small, medium, or large. And uh, it's always been an American tradition to uh, enjoy the outdoors with some great barbecue. So go for it. If you guys have no plans for Father's Day, you know, pick up some barbecue and go have some fun. Awesome. I love it. Steve Roberts from Texas Jack's Barbecue. Thank you so much for joining us. T- check out their website, uh, TexasJacksTXJacks.com, TXJacks.com. Uh, check out, you guys have a menu up there. You can see all the yeah, things you're serving. F- for this Father's Day, we have free dessert for all those fathers coming in. All right. You may you may <laughs> see me there. All right, Steve, thanks so much for joining us Thank here. You, I appreciate Peter. it, y'all. Thank you, Peter.